Hi, I'm music writer Kathy McCabe. Coming up this weekend is episode six of Storytime with Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy is joined by his Glaswegian brother, award-winning chef and master chef judge Jock Somfrillo, to share their love of all things food. We've got a little bonus of that episode here for you now, with Jimmy and Jock sharing how to make the perfect restaurant playlist. If you want to find out more, watch videos of our chats and look at some fantastic Jimmy interviews, you can subscribe to storytimewithjimmybarnes.com.au right now. Here's a little bit of what you can expect this weekend. The two of you conspired together to make a six-hour-plus playlist I saw last oh, year no, it was for longer Arana than that, and it? Residence. It was longer I than think... that, Jock, wasn't it? It was about 20 hours or something. <laughs> well, see, Jock said to me, he said, oh, can you make me up a playlist? And he had one. It was really good. So I just sat and I, I just and I said, what do you want? He said, I want everybody who comes to my restaurant to walk away thinking they've heard their favourite song. You know, one of, one of the, something that really sticks in the head. So the music, music is as much a part of the of the of the experience of eating as 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 you know, company, as as family, as 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 the food. So I sat there for hours, and my headphones on, just and I sent it to Jock, and then I didn't realize we were going to merge them all together. And I remember going to the going to Arana when you did the pop up in Sydney, and and I looked at the playlist. It was like twenty hours of bloody songs. You know, I've got, I still got it. I still play it at home. And Jane's going, is that one of yours or one of Jock's? I go, that was Jock's. <laughs> It's good. But do you remember the te- do you remember the text message trail when both of us were looking at songs and going back and then you were like, oh, what what about this? Add that one. Add this one. And yeah. it was back, <laughs> back, back, back. I was trying to write, you know, get songs with you know with uh, with food titles in them, you know, and and Scottish <laughs> songs. You know, oh, you'll, you'll love this one, Jock. It's a Scottish singer. You know, this is a Scottish guitar player. Who knows what Scottish? What does a Scottish guitar player sound like? You know, <laughs> we know. Seriously, want to know though because looking at it, it just blows my mind trying to figure out. Who chose which song? So, ah, well, so, all the really good ones I choose. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Jock, Jocks was very Jocks, Jocks was very eclectic. There was a, I, I loved it because there was a whole bunch of stuff I'd never heard before that, yeah. that was on Jocks playlist. You see, when you when you when you probably the same for him. But when you when you're in, it's like you you do you're in your own bubble when you do music and when you do all this. And that part of this experience of sharing and growing, whether it's food or, or you know or art or whatever, is you get influenced by everything around you. So I got to listen to all this, all this music. I, I, pride myself on being pretty knowledgeable about music but there's a whole bunch of stuff on his playlist i never knew before it was great yeah i mean had you had you heard of say eels before? yeah of course i had yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was one of your choices but they weren't on my playlist no it was his <laughs> they weren't on my playlist though because i thought what was what was it what was the big eels thing the first album i remember playing it and then suddenly it pops up on john's uh, jock's playlist and i'm going oh yeah i remember this band they're good i should put them on some playlists so it was good so i'm guessing you picked nina simone yes Yes. I would, might, might have been both of us actually. You pick both of us, yeah. Might have been both ah. of us, yes. And uh, and and we go to I'd go for dinner at Jock's. You know, we'd do gigs in Adelaide, and we go up up to the house afterwards. And then you know, Jock would say, oh, "I just came up for a little snack after the show." You know, Jock's little snack after the show, by the way, is like a forty-five course meal. You know, <laughs> we, 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 me and Jane, and, and, and we'd get up there, and it's just bloody. And him and his wife Lauren, the little Alfie's in bed, the dogs on the on the couch. And we'd sit there, and Jock would have cooked enough to feed thirty people, and we'd sit there. So we'd sit there for hours, and we'd and have the playlists on. And he'd, 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 I'd say, "What's this one?" He goes, "This is always a- terrified that there's not enough food." It's one thing Jimmy and I are the same as is, you know, and and Jane as well. It's like if I'm if I've got people coming over, I'm terrified there's not enough food. 
So yeah, there's enough for 30 people. Everyone gets to take something home or, or yeah. whatever. And the yeah. other thing is, I noticed with Jimmy as well when we first started hanging out was that he does exactly the same thing as I do is where I serve dinner and then I won't touch it until everyone's been around <laughs> the table and taking something. And just make sure they're all enjoying it and all that sort of stuff. Everything's good. Everything's good. Then you can relax. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts. But we, no kidding, we get, I get to Jock's and Jock, I go out there and I say, how'd you cook this? And take me out the back and he's got a bloody leg stuck on a spit somewhere here and there's something else <laughs> on a bloody burner here and he's got something to smoke. And, you know, one night, one night, Jock tells me about this smoker, like he's got, because, you know, we like barbecue, we love all that sort of stuff. And he said, oh, you know, come out the car, come out to the thing and, and see my new car. That's right, that's how it happened. So we go out, we go out in the garage, this is in Adelaide, and uh, and I walk into the, and I'm trying to see the car and there's a bloody big thing in the way of the car and I'm going, What's that? He's going, it's my smoker. And uh, he hadn't told his wife about it yet, right? And so I go in and I sit down and I say, oh, that's a great smoker. And she goes, what smoker? <laughs> <laughs> and these smokers are outrageously expensive. But, you know, he's got a restaurant. He should be happy. He needs to have one of these smokers. I immediately went, I need one of those smokers too. So I've got one now. And Jane's <laughs> going, you, you haven't got a restaurant I've got a smaller one than Jock's, you know. It's it, he, he he helped me get it, but I just remember, and I, and I could see look at his face going. Don't mention the smoker, but it was too late, and she knew. She found out. She's going. I didn't know you had a smoker in there. <laughs> but you're as bad as me, Kathy. I've never seen, other than myself, anybody <laughs> with as much cooking things. Whether it's a wood fire pizza oven, a normal pizza oven, two green eggs. A, a, a state-of-the-art smoker, a different smoker, thermal mixes. Uh, <laughs> a, a, a power, you got a pasta machine now. I was going to say the pasta machine looks like it would take up the whole kitchen. See, the pasta machine, Jock gave me a pasta machine for my birthday. And Jane's going, are you serious? You make, you make pasta for like 50 people with this thing. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Huge. And And of course, Jock gave it to me, right? And, uh, and, and it was great. He was there and he showed me how to use it and all that. And then I got to use it again when he's gone. When he's gone. And I had Ben, my, my son-in-law, him and I got together. And we put it together. I started up and it went... <laughs> made this horrible metal-on-metal metal noise. And I destroyed the pasta machine. <gasps> uh, it, it was all bent and inside. And, and to get this fixed, you have to send to Italy to get it oh, fixed, right? No. And I'm, I'm going... Oh. I can't tell Jock I've wrecked the pasta machine. Uh, so, so I'm trying to get it fixed, and he's and he's coming up. So let's make pasta. No, no, we don't need to make pasta, you know. And, <laughs> and in the meantime, I, I found a person in Sydney who they they were importing them for a while at the, at the chef's what's a chef's warehouse, isn't it? And uh, and uh, and they they were importing them for a while, and they happened to have a couple of spare parts lying around, and one of them was a bit that I'd bent. And I got it back. <laughs> and as soon as I got it back, come on up, Jock, let's go make pasta. <laughs> uh, can I just say, he's actually really good at making pasta. I was just going to ask you, how do you, you rate it? You smooth talker. After many lessons. <laughs> but it's, so, so Jock comes up and, you know, it's great. You know, Jock, Jock came up and we're having, you know, Christmas and all that sort of stuff. And we're, we've got geese, we've got 
bloody my my, my builder says oh i got hunting deer you know i'll get you a leg of venison so he walks in with this big leg of venison and i'm going i don't know how to cook a venison give it to me jock jock no kidding he made the the ragu of doom it was the best ragu I've ever tasted. And and my wife, you know, Jane's gone, mm, I don't know if I eat venison. I said, you might. And Jock cooked this for like 14 hours. <laughs> and it was the, the best ragu I've ever had in my life. I'm salivating. So, so I stand there and I watch and I watch everything he's doing. I'm, I'm, I, I want to write things down, but I don't want to be that cheeky, you know, for stealing his recipes. But but now I just ring him up and say, Jock, what do I do with this? Look at this. I've got the, I've got the FaceTime, you know. Have a look at this. How do you cook that? <laughs> Do you swap gardening tips as much as you swap uh, food tips? Uh, no, well, he's, he's probably like, are you, are you a good gardener? I'm not green-fingered at all. See, he'd rather cook them and grow them. Uh, you know, yeah, I, you know, Jane, Jane, I go out, you know, I, we, I'm, I'm only good, you know, I've got the flowers, the roses and, and the, the camellias and all that sort of stuff and the, the Daphne. I get them because when I pick them, Jane really likes me. <laughs> you know, so, so good, it's a good way of sucking up. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that little teaser episode of the Storytime with Jimmy Barnes podcast. If you want to find out more, watch full videos of the interviews and read all about Jimmy, check out storytimewithjimmybarnes.com.au. The full chat with Jimmy, Jock and me right here this weekend. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus. Us on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.